Okay, so uh, I'm a little upset. Yeah, this week's episode. This week, because we do it every week. Yeah, this <laughs> not this sporadically every second month <laughs> episode. We have our own pattern. Okay, it is private. No one gets to know. Yeah, so, nobody has to know when we record episodes. Anyway, um, this week <laughs> Zach uh, thinks he gets it. He's a little bit more upset than I have been. <laughs> Um, so this week is really focused on his reaction. Well, not it, it's not just my reaction. It's more along the lines of, you know, usually when we do these movies, we both like come to an agreement on what we're choosing to watch. And I couldn't think of anything. I was scrolling through all the various movie websites and also... I had food in front of me, and and I was hungry and distracted. You guys, I made burgers, and they were really good. Yeah, and so I was hungry and distracted and just had no patience. Right. Um, he passed over how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, what a golden rom-com. You know, I'm just saying... It's class a classic, a two thousand three classic. A classic. Um, when you were twelve, when it came out, yeah, in your lifetime, that's considered a classic. So, we, I said, hey, you actually like rom coms, and I do. I I wholeheartedly admit that I love rom coms. Good rom coms. Yeah, he does. In fact, side note, on our second date, right, second date, I asked him, or was it our first date? Uh, I don't think it was the first date. Well, I asked him what his favorite type of movies were. And we were going back and forth, as you do. And he said, oh, I actually really like rom-coms. And I said, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> and I said, oh, is that what you say on dates to sound cool to girls? I was and having, I was I was not kidding. I was having none of it. I there am was, not. There was no. There was no. I was not kidding at all. I do enjoy a good rom com. But you guys, we met on Tinder. So like, come on, give me a break. It was like, mm, yeah, sure, sure they are. But just surprise, surprise, I don't care about rom coms. I mean, I like them like a normal person, but I like specific ones. I don't ever see them in theaters. Come on. So I don't know that. I, I think as far as seeing them in theaters, I honestly can't remember the last time I saw a rom-com in theaters. Yeah. I. You like Leap Year. Yeah, Leap Year is a good fucking movie. <laughs> I, because I. It's Amy Adams. If Amy Adams chooses to grace a romantic comedy with her presence, it's a good movie. Well, I love Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Okay. And but I feel like that's not a typical rom com. It doesn't have the. Yes, it is. No, it still its tropes is. are a little different. It's still a rom com. It still does the it's same really shit that a rom com does. It's a really clever one. Yeah, okay. it's clever. It's special. My taste it does is special. Same, it does the I'm same special. stuff that all rom coms do. Okay. Well, anyway, I was like, "Wow, you still love this movie, Kate Hudson in that yellow dress? Come on." Yeah, used to love it. I was 12. I've probably seen it on TV a handful of times between me being 12 and me being this age, 28. So 
I was like, let's watch it. Whatever. Quarantine life. We're just going to watch sh- shitty movies. And so we And did. I had never seen it. No, he hadn't. I got excited. So I was like, listen, you love rom-coms. This one's great. <laughs> and by great, I think maybe he had different expectations. And by great, you lied. <laughs> but great in like the 12-year-old sense. <laughs> Don't Great. you remember being a 12-year-old girl and just like really loving Kate When Hudson's I was a 12-year-old girl, my favorite movies were mm-hmm. Die Hard, Goodfellas, mm-hmm. uh, Blood and Guts Volume 1, Blood and Guts Volume 2. Great. Well, Sex and Boobs Volume 3. Great. I love that movie. Anyway, so Zach, tell us what you thought of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It sucks shit. It's a bad movie. It's not just a bad romantic comedy. It's just a bad fucking movie. First of all, I don't necessarily like Kate Hudson. I don't really... To, I, and It's not even that I dislike her. I just think she's very... Boring? Yeah, kind of. And... You know, this was clearly in the period before Matthew McConaughey was like, I'm going to do serious stuff Yeah. now. He's a rom-com guy. He's in that Sarah Jessica Parker one with yeah, Failure the, to Launch. Yeah, the Sarah Jessica Parker one. It was one also bad. Oh, you like also, that one? No, I don't like that okay. one. I, that one's actually also not a good one. I don't think you like Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't like... Well, that's because of Sex in the City, but that's a whole other fucking... Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Regardless... I just, (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's so much, obviously it's a movie that was made in 2003 and it's got like a whole lot of problems with like, you know, bloggy, blah, 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 gender and all this stuff. And like, you know, McConaughey's character is like you're you're driving me crazy. You're being a crazy chick with your feelings, and why can't you be the cool girl that likes sports and and like there's yes, we all know there's plenty of problems with that, <laughs> but it's very much of its time. It's just also even for romantic comedy, it is so fucking contrived, and it's just like. Why are the okay? So, skip, skip. I, I'm just so I'm so mad. I can't even get my fucking train of. I can't get my fucking train of thought. Guys, correct. he did cringe like a good five times. Like covered his face with a pillow, gritted his teeth. It was like he got up to go to the bathroom. I kept pausing it. He was like, "Please stop pausing it." I yeah, could. I didn't want you to pause it when I left to go to the bathroom. But or, I persisted. I yeah. said, "Listen." If we're going to talk about this, you need to see every scene. <laughs> you did laugh some. You laughed at how crazy she was, which is the best part of the movie is when she It's the only it's the only really redeeming crazy. part of the movie is when she's like legitimately trying to be like a crazy person. Not even like a crazy girlfriend, like an actual like insane mm-hmm. human. Yeah. Like any human doing this shit would be like what the fuck? Yeah. Is wrong with you? Yeah. But that's it. You know, the rest of the movie you've got Matthew McConaughey doing his like autopilot charming thing. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm a fucking Southern Texas guy and 
Oh, guess what, ladies? You like it because I got abs. Yeah. Well, let's also talk about that because we he asked me and I, of course, again, I haven't seen this movie in years or paid attention to it. If I put it on TBS like we all do because we're scrolling through and say, oh, my God, I used to love this movie. And then we look at our phones the whole time. That's how we watch rom-coms now. But he had a really good point where when they go back to visit his family, when they have this little weekend away together and they really fall for each other. His whole family, they're like, ooh, Staten Island. So they're going away to Staten Island. And his whole family is Southern like he is, inexplicably. But they say that he's from Staten Island. Yeah. They say, like, he is from there. Mm-hmm. And so is his family. And it, That's our cat. That was our cat. She's pretty upset. In. Anyway. They say that he is from there. And so is his family. But his mom walks out into the living room when they come in. And it's like, hey, y'all. And it's like, what fucking person from Staten Island sounds like that? Well, I just don't know if they just went with his accent and were like, we'll just stick with it and no one will ask any questions. It's fine. And you know what? I didn't ask any questions when I was young. Of course. Like, I in 2000, like, yes. I'm sure in 2003, Lindsay was like, I just like this movie because it's fun. Well, and- you know what? To be fair. I am Southern, so if a family in a movie you is... You were like, that totally makes sense. Matthew <laughs> McConaughey is Southern. If a family And in... his Staten Island family sounds like him. Well, and if, if a family in a movie just starts speaking in a Southern accent, I usually just buy it because I'm like, well, that's my accent, so that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I realize with age that it's very much not normal. I don't know why or where it came from. Um and, okay, so there are admittedly very cringeworthy moments. The end specifically. Well, the end is... Bullshit. The end is bullshit, but it's not any, like... Oh, no, I was quoting the end. Bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, where the card game of... Are like, you calling, calling my bluff? Yeah, the card game of bullshit and are you calling my bluff and all that. Also, he just gave that cab driver, like, hundreds of dollars and, like, there's... Gave no him, like, possi- $400 no to possible take way her- that man is, did not steal that money. Gave, gave him, like, $400 to take her bags back to her apartment, mm-hmm. which her apartment was maybe, like, two miles away. I yeah. understand it's New York City, but $400 <laughs> to take some bags back? That's I guess him. that's proving his love to well, her. Well, both but... of these people can afford Nick's tickets, which you said was very important. No, Nick's tickets in the NBA Finals, yes, which is sports. even more. Yeah, fancy sports. They're more expensive. Fancy sports. Yeah, NBA it's, Knicks Yeah, it's finals. just the championship. The stuff. b-ball it's... champions. Which sport was it? B-ball. B-ball? Yeah, so he, this was his special basketballs. <laughs> finalists. <laughs> there you go, special basketballs finalists. <laughs> Yes. That's good. Okay. So apparently those are very expensive tickets. So clearly neither of these. And they both are, are just like casually getting these fucking tickets, like it's not even, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Oh, I just got randomly in NBA Finals tickets on my writer's income, mm-hmm. <laughs> my magazine writer's income. Yeah. Meanwhile, journalists for BuzzFeed are crying. Listen. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> well, um, listen. So she basically works for Cosmopolitan, but the movie version of it. What they call it in the movie? Come, come, come. They called it Come the magazine. I don't remember. It started with a C. Um, 
It doesn't. Composure. Composure. That's oh right. my god, you were paying attention. Composure. Yeah. The magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's ladies, that's what you need. And so what in the what makes world. us the angriest about the movie right together is that neither of them should have been mad with the big blow up scene. Yeah. The uh, sorry, spoiler alert for a movie that's seventeen years old. <laughs> they oh my god, I'm so old. Find out that each other is lying and they're both mad, which is fucking hilarious because you both lied and were both shitty and you're both trying to say that one was a worse lie than the other lie but you both were in it under false pretenses and instead of just like you know chuckling and being like oh god we actually did fall in love you both were like fuck you i you i was a bet (laughs) and then matthew mcconaughey's like well i guess (laughs) that i was your article No, then he says, he has a perfect ending line after their fight. And he says, you wanted to learn how to lose a guy in 10 days? Well, guess what? Or, well, congratulations. You just lost him. And also, how many times do we have to hear the fucking title of the movie in this movie? Well, it's the article title. We know what the movie is called. Okay. Stop saying (laughs) that you are trying to talk about how to lose a guy in 10 days. Stop saying that you're talking about. Listen. But then it's like a good final line. But then she's like, no, Ben. After he walks away, which was like final word. And you could tell she's just really pulling here. And she's just like, no, Ben. Because you can't lose something you never had. And it's and I and I fucking I, I was like, I threw my arms up at that moment because what is she even talking about? Who lost what that they didn't have? Was it her that lost him or him that lost her that she was talking about it didn't make any fucking sense well not I'm, that romantic comedies need to make sense romantic comedies don't need to make sense they're fucking fantasy that's yeah. what they are yeah it's obvious that they're fantasy i know that and i fucking really like romantic comedies but this one was nonsensical bullshit like the like it didn't even make like a threadbare amount of sense okay also let's just talk about the scene where she is at his apartment acting crazy. This is before they go see the parents on Staten Island or the family or whatever. And she's still trying to show him how crazy she is. And then she brings over the wedding or the family album that she's had printed. And his mom calls him and then asks for her. And she's like, oh, hey, Gloria, or whatever her name was. And was like, uh-huh, whatever, talking. Like, oh, my God, no, he, he didn't want to see the album at first, but he loves it. And then she's like, love you, bye. Okay, let's, five days into a relationship, I don't know a whole lot of moms that aren't also insane that would be cool with a new girlfriend calling and doing that kind of stuff. So I'm just not buying it because the mom was like so sweet later. There's no way. Yeah, the mom was so sweet. Sleet. The mom was, so, was sleet. so sleek. The mom was so sweet later, but... That's what I mean about this movie being like contrived nonsense is it's it's a two hour movie and it has to have the characters go from point A to point B and fall in love. And I get that. But I don't know. None of it. None of it. Like no part of it felt organic. Like I didn't really feel like they had much chemistry. I didn't feel like they were 
on any sort of like wavelength. I just felt like, hey, she acts crazy for a minute and he's still trying to win this bet. But then somehow going to Staten Island, she's like, I love you. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, side note, let's talk about the opening line about politics. <laughs> what did she say? I want to write about things that matter, like politics. <laughs> and what did she say? And and religion. And yeah, but the way she says it is so ditzy. Like, I just want to write about things that really matter to me, like politics. <laughs> That's like... I mean, that's like you interviewing for a bank teller job and they say, why do you want this job? And you go, money. <laughs> I think money good. Well, money. It's no, no respectable journalist would ever just say, I just want to write about politics. Like which kind? What type? Is there a is there a rhyme or reason behind your political writing? Is there <laughs> do you have a point Any, of view? Anyway. Um, so started out kind of weak there, but it started out kind of weak. Mm -hmm. The entire movie continued with that weakness okay. of being garbage shit. Okay. But would still watch if caught on TV. You would still watch oh. it even after tonight? Yes. Just like I, I will always watch a notebook if it's on, which is another masterpiece. I can never, I don't want to ever fucking see that movie <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't want to see any part of it. And again, this is not me trashing romantic comedies. Wholeheartedly admit, I fucking think romantic comedies are charming as shit. But that one was bad. It's very bad. It just was not. It had, I don't know. It didn't have any of the charm of romantic comedies that I'm used to. Like most of the time, like, yes, most romantic comedies are like contrived nonsense, but there's charm, there's chemistry, there's good performances, there's like, there's some funny stuff to a lot of them. There's like good comedy. This didn't have any of that. It had, the only parts of good comedy were when Kate Hudson's character was acting completely insane, but I didn't feel like they had any chemistry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's probably just a nostalgia thing for me. Um, I, it's not a good movie, but, and most, I mean, you don't, you don't have to defend it. I'm not like, this isn't about you like defending why you like how this guy. No, it's true. I but mean, it's more or less just like as somebody who does like romantic comedies. Wow. This one was uh contrived nonsense. You said it three times. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I actually was not going to say contrived nonsense all time, but thank oh, you. Well, that's what thank wives for, are for. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate it. Love you so much. Uh -huh. Anyway. Quarantine day 14. <laughs> oh, we have a good time I was going to say that the movie sucked. We have fun. Okay, yes, the movie is not good. Um, doesn't age very well. We have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun here. Yeah. Um And... I think I probably liked, I said, I always liked her yellow dress. I thought Kate Hudson looked great in that yellow dress when I was 12 and was in no way ever going to look like Kate Hudson, um, which I don't care about now. But at 12, I was like, wow, so pretty. And I never cared about Matthew McConaughey. Not my type. We discussed this. He reminds me of like a frat guy. And I'm just not into that. 
And then, um, like that it took place in New York, right? Yeah, it was New York. Okay, it's like, oh. Yeah, that's what, we were, that's what we were laughing at because they, well, I mean, his job kind of makes a little more sense that he has an apartment, a nice apartment in um, New, York. New York because he's in what, advertising or something like high dollar advertising or something yeah, like that? Yeah, diamonds and stuff. Diamonds and sports and... Diamonds and sports and stuff. But she's just like a fucking magazine writer. And maybe in the early 2000s, I don't remember magazine writers making like $80,000 a year. <laughs> maybe nope. they did. I don't remember that, though. No. Well, even I don't even think $80,000 a year for the building she was living in. But she's be... rolling up on like fucking look like Park Avenue with the damn doorman. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Oh, I write for composure. Yeah. Well, she's living in Manhattan for sure. So. She was living in like the West Village, which made no sense. But anyway, it's a rom com. It's not supposed to make sense, really. I was going to mention the uh, Jen Blossom song at the end that um, is definitely. Everywhere you go, I'll follow you down. But that um, song is about suicide. Yeah, it's very clearly a song about someone who is trying to kill themselves. And it's just the like the song of the movie. <laughs> The last song. It's, like, it's clear that the the filmmakers chose it because it's an upbeat sounding song about following like the someone. The tempo is very and he's chasing upbeat her and he's chasing her, but it, you know it's just like it's not about that. It's not about a guy chasing a girl in a cab on a <laughs> they motorcycle. Didn't try very hard. Is all it's I'm about suicide. They just said throw like i don't know throw kate hudson in this movie and like it'll just write itself it's fine we don't even have to try very hard i don't know put a song up there throw i just heard kate the song hudson on in this the radio movie the and it'll day. write itself can you imagine like when kate hudson had that kind of star pool like just throw kate hudson in it baby and box office gold <laughs> i think that movie did do well though didn't i'm it? sure yeah I, i'm sure it did do well in she 2003 a... i'm sure that movie was like yeah a hit she was like a 2000s queen she was a 2000s queen. When did um, the other movie, Almost Famous, come out? The year 2000. Okay, so these were just three years apart. Mm -hmm. She is like vastly different characters. Wow, the range on her. The range. <laughs> oh, but still shitty characters. Well, Almost Famous, her character is shitty in a different way. Didn't uh, Owen Wilson try to kill himself? Or is it the other Wilson brother? What's the blonde one? That was a abrupt turn no because of kate hudson oh you mean them dating in that movie with um who's it matt dillon are you fucking talking about you me and dupree you me and dupree which is that owen yes that's owen okay Wilson. sorry side switch but i'm not sorry because it's about kate hudson and she is part of this conversation didn't he kill him try to kill himself he didn't kill himself he's alive didn't he try to commit suicide because... In real life? Yeah. He cut his wrists, I remember. Over Kate had Hudson? Go, yes, over Kate Hudson. Wow, I don't... Google um, it. You know I know my celebrity gossip. I know you do, but I don't Yeah, he was like that. very in love with her and she was, I think, like they dated briefly and broke up and it was like during the time that movie was coming out. I don't know. I just know wow. it was supposed to be about Kate Hudson. So Google it. That's your trivia for today. Holy shit. You're welcome. I don't really know how we can um, 
come back from that? Discuss how to lose a guy in 10 days after that tidbit of info. So Well, that's something I'll always remember. I think we can uh, call it on that. <laughs> did I depress you? <laughs> yes, I'm r- upset that Owen Wilson, I, and I don't even really like Owen Wilson. <laughs> Why would he want to kill himself over Kate Hudson? Well, because she was an early 2000s stream. And she was married to that guy from the Black Crows. Oh, yeah. Something Robinson. It's Chris. Chris. That's right. Anyway, this has nothing to do with the movie anymore. It doesn't. We've just gone off the rails here. Okay, so. this is quarantine podcast, though. It's fine. Talk about whatever we want. Yeah. Um, but I guess we're going to wrap it up now. Yeah. I. You know, I don't ever want to see this movie again. Okay. I don't ever want to see a snippet of it. Okay, again. well, write to TBS because they play it all the time. TBS plays it all the time? And E. E! Yeah. Well, all right. I will write to both networks yep. and say, if you play this movie, you're fucking fired. Okay. I'm sure they'll respond well. I'm sure you're right. 